Welcome to Motorsport Coaching, the podcast for racers with racers. Miss Motivate can help get you to the next level. Every episode, she talks to the best racers of today and those that can get you there. She'll help you get better. Racing new. At fitness, nutrition, sports psychology, sponsorship, social media, public relations, and media training. Connect with Miss Motivate at motivatetraining.com.au. That's M-O-T-I-V, the number eight, training.com.au. And now, to help get you to the next level, Miss Motivate herself, Belinda Risley. Hello, and welcome to the next episode of Motorsport Coaching. I'm your host, Belinda Risley. Today, I'm very excited to be joined by Mary Ingle. Mary is an avid motorcyclist and has been working in the motorcycle industry over the last five years in various forms. From volunteering to officiating, coaching, working sales of parts and accessories, and most recently as a Vic Roads accredited assessor of Honda Australia riding team, formerly known as Heart. Welcome, Mary. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm very excited to hear about your past in motorsport, but let's start off at how did you get involved in motorsport? Oh, um, actually, I actually got my motorbike license after my husband said he wanted one. I sort of made that the the deal with him. You know, you can get yours if I can get mine. Oh, awesome. And uh, I, I, yeah, I actually didn't really have any reason to do it. It wasn't for commuting or anything. It was just really for fun. <laughs> Something, you know, sort of like a bucket list thing. Yeah. And um, and once I did that, I. I you know, you start noticing how many bikes are really around and on the road or on TV or or whatever. And I'm thinking, well, where are where are all the girls? You know, this is such an amazing thing to do. Where are the other women who who are trying this out and you know maybe having the same feelings that I'm having about mm-hmm. you know nervousness or various different things? So that's really the very beginning of. Um, of the whole story of how I got to where I am now. Oh, fantastic. And do you do road bikes or track bikes or both or what do you ride? Okay, so <laughs> I ride a road bike currently. It's a, the Honda CBR 600 F4i. Um, that one I've, I do use it as a commuter now um, and I also have exactly the same bike as a track bike. Uh, I've I've just got my my hands on a little 250 Ninja to to have a go on the track on that one just to see you know what I can do with that. But yeah, mostly it's it's on the road to to get around the place to go on social rides every now and then when I've got the time and um and uh, yeah a little bit of track riding too. So coming from four wheels to two wheels, I'm going to ask that question that you preach. Are you nervous driving on the roads? Um, yes and no. So my, uh, I guess my philosophy on it is uh, I've registered this vehicle. I have every right to be in this lane and use the whole lane and, uh, and to travel around with obviously as much awareness as I possibly can. So um, nervousness, I think, comes in when there's a lack of, possibly skill and uh, and a lack of the experience and also I guess having road knowledge so local knowledge and um, and road rules road knowledge that way 
Um, so all of those things sort of compound when when you little bit on the inexperienced side it's just overwhelming yeah I could imagine <laughs> um so you've worked mm. various roles um through the motorsport community and uh, what is your current role currently I work for Heart, which is Honda Australia rider training and I'm based in Somerton in Victoria and uh and I work from from the range there also at Kilsyth and at Tullamarine um, so my job is as a trainer and assessor and um, and I get to meet all of the excited learners and um, and run them through the program. So this is people who are, they've never touched a bike before in their life or they've ridden on the farm for 20 years and they finally want to <laughs> make themselves proper and legal, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I meet a massive range of people and, um, and, uh, and I just, I have a ball teaching them these, these programs. So it, it, it honestly is so much fun. And we use these, um, I, I suppose you would call them little bikes. So they're CB125, yeah. tiny little things, and we just ride circles and round and around on the range. And, and honestly, I've done so many laps, I, and I have to say I still love it, these little circles around the range. And what would you say is the best part of your job? Obviously, there's lots of... Um Good moments. Yeah, the, the best bit I think is when um, when I can see that the the demonstration of the skills and the practice of the skills is starting to click for people, and it's and it's changing in their um, their demeanour and their expression of their own confidence while they're riding around. So you'll you'll see very very nervous uh, on the controls to start with from the beginning of the first day. And then, um, you know, beginning to sort of put it all together and scaffold the, the different parts of the information so that, so that they're becoming smoother and um, more relaxed. And then the smile, the smile on the face is fantastic. Oh, I'm sure it's pretty amazing for them as well. So what are some of the challenges? Yeah. <laughs> what are some of the challenges that you face? Uh, challenges can be, um, oh, I almost hate to even bring up the topic, the topic really, but um, I'm the only female instructor at, at, at Heart there. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, of course, there's, there's lots of lovely ladies that work at Heart, um, but they have different roles. I'm the only one outside with the riders uh, and facilitating the courses. So uh, the, my colleagues are all guys. They're fantastic guys. Um, I do notice the students can have a maybe a preconceived idea of what my method is going to be, the way that I deliver the curriculum, uh, and if I, if they I guess maybe feel that they're going to receive the the best quality uh, training coming from a woman. So a little bit sad to even go there, but um, but definitely something that uh, that it, it exists. And what I find is by the end of the second day of the learner program, two day course, yeah, um, these guys are they're just full of praise. They're really happy. They've relaxed, and you know the group has sort of bonded a little bit, and um, and they they. By the end of the day, they can tell me that they've had a wonderful time and they've learnt heaps. Yeah, fantastic. So that's nice. 
<laughs> yeah, of course. It's just again, you know, that initial barriers about um, yeah, what they think in their mind is right and wrong. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I still got that tickle in my throat. <coughs> oh. Um, so you've worked across many um, roles within the sport. Um, how did you get involved in volunteering? Okay, um, well, uh, when I was first licensed, I was just so excited to, to be riding around. And then, like I said, I, um, you know, it was a little bit harder to spot the girls on the bikes. And so I, I decided I would turn to Google and find out where are the women in Melbourne, around Melbourne, uh, and what are they doing? And I, and I managed to come across Motorcycling Victoria's website and uh, there was a great big tab there pointing to women, uh, women's participation in motorsport and clicked on that. There was, of course, another link saying, would you like to be involved? Of course I would. Click on that. And, uh, and that's, that's really how I got there. So going in through MV, of course, they encourage as many people as possible to put their hand up for the volunteer role. So they will offer the officials course and, uh, you know, the, that covers all, all of your trackside, um, really the people that help to run the event. So, uh, yeah, it was it was through Motorcycling Victoria. Long story short, <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. And so you worked up through volunteering um, and then doing some officiating. What yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, helped out trackside for the MotoGP a couple of years ago. Uh, that was amazing. Everybody there, and um, you you end up being assigned into a team and the head of the team sort of gives you a little bit of training uh, within that small group. So you end up obviously practicing your flags and, uh, and you end up uh, learning how to use the communication units too, which is awesome to be communicated to the tower. So that was pretty exciting. Um, aside from Phillip Island, there's um, you know, uh, youth development programs held at Broadford Motorcycle Complex. Mm-hmm. And they're usually during school holidays, so that's when the kids are coming along with all their, you know, their bikes and their gear, and we put them through some drills, and uh, and it all contributes towards the hours they need to accumulate for themselves in their own competition. Yeah, and is that more for your coaching role that you do with the kids during the school holiday program, or tell us a little bit more about the coaching aspect of your job? Right, yeah, I guess, yeah, that, that particular one does lean more towards coaching. Um, it's it's uh, all of the coaches are volunteers, I guess, so it covers that, uh, that aspect. Um, coaching on the road race track at Broadford as well was, um, was a real blast. So uh, I have, have had the opportunity to um, demonstrate and, uh, I guess, coach... Uh, out of off the track too, uh, women who have literally just got their license, so they have very, uh, I guess, limited skills, and um, and by the end of their day, they were they were doing laps on the track and absolutely having a ball, um, and then more experienced riders too, helping them out, matching them with other coaches, or you know a little bit more of the administration in there as well. 
Um, it's just such an awesome environment just to, to be involved. These are these are women on track days. Yeah. Uh, that is still being held by Motorcycle in Victoria. They um they run four per year uh-huh. and uh and they're getting bigger and bigger. They're fantastic. Fantastic. And are they all different ages, Mary? Uh women in track days? It is open. It is open to. It's starting to become open to juniors now. But uh, I guess because uh, most people with bikes have a license, so so generally there are uh, you know twenties and up. That's what we're finding. But um, the juniors are around. They they weren't always integrated into the girls' track days. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and do you find those that have a track license do um, drive on the road as well? Ride on the road, sorry. Most, most people do. Uh, there are people who have had, you know, bad experiences on the road, maybe been involved in an accident or come close to, or maybe, uh, you know, lost their license. Yep. Uh, so, so they might limit themselves to only riding on track to, to get that um, exhilaration from their motorcycling mm. and just talking about injuries and stuff do you guys offer any sort of like emotional support um, I'm thinking that the injury rate is quite high in motorcycling um, at track um, for competitors or um, people at the track during those events does that make sense it does make sense, and I think that's actually a really good idea. There hasn't been, as far as I know, there hasn't been anything implemented that would cover that, but um, a very good idea. That's something to to make a note of. Yeah, just thinking of putting it out there. <laughs> that's right, I'll edit that bit. Yeah, I'll... yeah, fantastic. <laughs> <coughs> um, and so what kind of other roles um, can women do at, at the track? Oh wow! Well, there's um, there's there's really all of the operational roles anybody can do. So, uh, clerk, of course, um, all of the stewards, the scrutinies, uh, race secretary. Um, oh my goodness, there's so many. <laughs> they always need people on flags, and uh, and then there's you know the the administration side to I guess. Every administrator would love to have a hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we talked about the track racing. Going forward with the actual race events, do many women actually compete? Yeah, plenty, plenty. So, um, so to compete, uh, plenty of clubs uh, run their series. Uh, and and that covers a, a few different tracks around Victoria, and uh, and one in particular is called um, they run it as bracket racing, so that you you compete with others who qualify in a similar time bracket. Mm-hmm. So it, there's a lot of um, I guess weight off your shoulders about your own performance, and so getting into bracket racing is a really um, it's a good first step, I'd say. So to to hop on the track with your peers. And, and just have a good time and um, and see how you go. And, and I see a lot of my friends coming away with trophies and um, different, you know, awards and things like that and, and absolutely having a blast. 
Yeah, it sounds like fun. I feel like I want to go out on the bike today. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. (laughs) Um, And if I did, Mary, where do I go to look to see when these open track days are available? And do you also offer, uh, yeah, like arrive and drive type days? Yeah, there is. And they tend to uh, try and book these um, uh, for Victoria, especially the, the women on track days. Uh, to coincide with other international events. So there's the International Female Ride Day uh, in May every year and, uh, and they try and schedule the, the, uh, the track day to be on the same day. So groups of women will um, include the motorcycle complex in Broadford as one of their destinations and come to the track in massive groups and, uh, and they do have a parade sort of lap um, to, to be able to say that they've ridden on the, on the trap, similar to Phillip Island, I guess. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, very easy going, all sorts of bikes come along and, uh, bike riders and even scooter riders. Um, there's sidecar outfits as well, getting out there. Yeah. Awesome to see, a lot of fun. Yeah. I've been in one of those, they're pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, so much fun. And is that day an actual like arrive and ride day? Yeah, so you, so you're meaning that it's low key that you you turn up, you put your bike in the pit, and then when your group is called out, you go out. Yeah, so not competitive at all. Mm-hmm. It's you just turn up and you do a few laps, and you you experience what it's like to be on a track. It's it is pretty different to a road. Yeah, and do you have any days where um, like we can actually utilise Hearts bikes. So like if I don't have a bike, can I just rock up and try a bike? Right. Okay. So um, any kind of uh, operating through Heart is, for me, it's going to be the licensing curriculum. So uh, Heart is a separate part of my life, I suppose, yep. to um, being over at Broadford. Um, to do a track date, through heart, it is possible to do it. There's there's sort of few and far between these days. Um, they will likely need you to have your own bike on the track, otherwise you you'd be paying pretty big deposits. Yeah. <laughs> so to, to to use one of their bikes. Yeah. So I know the the superbike school do uh, hire out bikes. I um. Yeah. That's a little bit out of my budget, <laughs> so I've never really looked into it further. But, uh, but in terms of what I actually do with Heart, um, yes, their bikes are there to to use for the learner course, the check ride, and the license assessment. They also run private tuition, which you can use their bike for, and um, uh, off road stuff, all sorts of bits and pieces. Yeah. And is it expensive to get your license? Um, I think it works out to about the same as getting a car license. So yeah, by the time you've done the three courses, it can be up around the eight nine hundred dollar mark. Mm-hmm. And what are the three courses that people need to undergo in order to get their license? Okay, so for Victoria, um, they run the MGLS, which is the Graduated Licensing Scheme now. So. Uh, so it's the two-day learner course is uh, compulsory for everybody. It used to be that you could choose 
a half day course or do a full two day course, you know, you chose that, but now it's compulsory two days. Um, following on from the learner course, there's a check ride, which is basically a, a coaching session in a group of five. And, and the instructor will, I guess, make sure that, uh, or that you are holding on to some of those skills from the learner course and applying them on road as, as your strategy to, to keep safe. And then finally, the license assessment, which is not so much a course, it's, it's really only the, the test. And so there's very little coaching involved. It's, it's really show me what you can do now. Show me that you've been implementing all of these things. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And how long does that process take? Oh, um, so the, the assessment? Yeah, like the, the three courses, is it something they just do over three weekends or is it over a six-month period? Oh, I see. Uh, okay, so it, it, it's up to the individual, but there are deadlines. So from the uh, being given a learner permit, you have 15 months to uh, then qualify for your licence. If you don't do it within that time, you need to do your learner course again. So in that in that 15 months, you need to conduct your check ride, and the check ride must be done a month prior to your license assessment. So hopefully, people are planning their check rides, you know, after several months of, of riding around with a permit, do their check ride, and then a month after that, um, you know, going for their license assessment. Fantastic, Mary. Well, I'm excited about getting my license. How can people who yeah. <laughs> how can people who are also excited um, find out more about Heart? Uh, Heart has a, um, a website. They've got a really good presence online, um, and they're not just in Victoria. So they're they're in New South Wales, Queensland, Western Australia, South Australia. So everywhere practically, and um, and one of the leading uh, motorcycle training companies. Um, so very easy to find out, easy to find a phone number and, um, and make your booking. I'll have that link in the show notes. And how can people um, connect with you? They're wanting to know something more about the program or coaching or anything really. Okay, so, um, so something that I'm developing on my own uh, is uh, a company called Motocraft. And, uh, and so to connect um, with me, to reach me directly at motorcraft.com.au uh, or you could find me on Facebook under Motorcraft as well. And, uh, and I'm getting ready to be able to help people with not only their coaching and their road skills, um, but also having confidence with looking after your own bike making small repairs and, um, you know, being a little bit more self-sufficient. So a lot of the women I talk to don't have families who ride or, or who can support them with, you know, um, going out to buy their first bike or uh, how do I put it up on a trailer or any of those things. So that's something that I'm looking forward to providing as a, as a service and a way to really build the community. Oh, sounds fantastic. We'll have to have you back on when that one's up and running. Awesome. That'd be great. <laughs> um, and we always finish off with a favourite question. Uh, so we always finish off with one last question. Um, is what is your favourite racetrack? Oh, 
My favourite racetrack would have to be Phillip Island, I think. It is just stunning. Just stunning. And so if you haven't been there before, at least go and have a look at it. And visit the penguins. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you very much for your time today, Mary. Really appreciate that. As I said, all the links will be in the show notes. And we'll look forward to talking to you when we've got Motocraft up and running. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Belinda. It's been awesome. Thank you. Well, thanks everyone for listening to this week's show. I really hope you enjoyed that one as much as I did. Now, remember all the show notes with the links and the specials mentioned in today's show are available over at motivatetraining.com.au. If you haven't already, I'd really appreciate if you could head to iTunes or Stitcher, type in Motorsport Coaching, subscribe and leave us a review. Each week, I'll read them out and you'll go into monthly draw to win a fantastic prize. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at motivatetraining.com.au or head over to our Facebook page at motivate.t. Until next time, take care. Get ready for the race. Do you feel one step closer to being the next superstar behind the wheel? Motivatetraining.com.au for more. M-O-T-I-V, the number eight, training.com.au. The green flag. Every episode gets you one step closer to the checkered flag. The Motorsport Coaching Podcast, getting you to the checkered flag faster.